It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Happy 2023. It is a brand new year here on Locked On Magic. Not a new season, but a new year. And we're going to go over the Orlando Magic's New Year's resolution. Plus, yes, there are some injury updates to get to. Let's dive into it. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. you are indeed locked on magic today is january 3rd 2023 my name is philip ross reich i'm the expert insight editor over at orlando magic daily.com of course follow me on twitter at philip rr underscore omd on today's episode of locked on magic some injury news maybe not maybe so but we'll talk a little bit about the magic's injury update as they're hopeful that uh, some players are getting closer and closer to returning Jalen Suggs and Jonathan Isaac back in practice. Plus, we'll dive into the Orlando Magic's New Year's resolutions. I've got one big one. We'll talk about a few others as well. But before we get to that, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown podcast covering every single team in the NBA to search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for, the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepix.com, promo code LOCKEDON. The Orlando Magic uh, essentially took the weekend off uh, after the game on Friday, celebrating New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, before they got back to work on Monday afternoon or Monday morning to get ready for their back-to-back home games against the Oklahoma City Thunder on Wednesday and the Memphis Grizzlies on Thursday. As a friendly reminder, our pals Kevon Harris, Admiral Schofield, and Franz Wagner will be suspended in that game because of the events from last Wednesday against the Detroit Pistons. But nonetheless... 
They were at practice. They were able to go through practice uh, in preparation for this back-to-back as the Magic look forward to putting this event behind them and getting back to the work that they need to get done. That work on Monday, at least, included, but at least was somewhat news to us, the returns of at least one player that we were not expecting to be back yet, uh, and another player who seems to have taken a pretty decent step, I suppose, uh, toward his return. Jamal Mosley told the media, told us uh, after practice on Monday, that Jonathan Isaac and Jalen Suggs were a full go for the team's practice uh, on Monday. And typically, you know, that could mean a lot of different things. Um, you know, practices aren't, yes, practices in the middle of the season usually aren't super intense. Um, yes, they get their work done, they get their, they, they laid, they relay their foundations, is what they were doing here. Uh, but typically, teams don't get up and down very much. In this instance, though, with a couple days rest behind them with an extra day between the between now and their next game. The Magic did actually get some work in and did actually uh, um, get up and down and play five on five. So the fact that Jonathan Isaac and Jalen Suggs were playing five on five or, or playing up and down, kind of no control, it, it's certainly a positive sign that they are nearing their return. Now, again, as always, the Magic did not put any timetables on their return not clear if they're going to play Wednesday. Not clear if they're going to play Thursday. Not clear whether Jonathan Isaac would return during the upcoming road trip as the Magic head out west starting Saturday at Golden State. Um, not clear if Jalen Suggs would come back during that road trip. All that's clear right now is that they are practicing. And obviously that is good news for the Magic. As, as several players have said throughout the course of even the win streak, we got a lot of things in reserve. We got a lot of, you know, for lack of a better uh, comparison, a lot of bullets left in the chamber that we haven't taken out yet. And so I think the Magic are certainly very, very excited for this. What that did mean, though, was really for the first time, the Magic actually got to see Jonathan Isaac in game-like situations, in kind of a practice situation. Obviously, a practice is not a game, but to see him playing five-on-five there was honestly a little bit of buzz, um, at least among the among the two players, among Wendell Carter and Jamal Mosley, about having Isaac back out there. Mosley said that Isaac's instincts seemed to be seemed to be right back where they were. Um, he seemed to be very very engaged and and seemed to be able to pick things up right where he left off. And obviously that's a very very good sign for the Orlando Magic as they certainly want to have him hit the ground running and, and get right back up to speed. Wendell Carter, you know, kind of said the same thing, saying saying essentially like, look, Isaac's defensive instincts are all there. Yeah, some of his conditioning has to get himself back, but he looked, he looked and played very, very well out there. And as Wendell Carter put it, if it were him, Isaac would be playing tomorrow too, or playing Wednesday too. Um, again, I've fielded this question from a few people, you know, even from relatives during the holidays. You know, I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm the magic guy. You know what the deal with Isaac is, and it's it's honestly not completely a question of whether Isaac can play. He certainly can. If the Magic needed to play him tomorrow, he probably could. But it's about having the confidence and uh, that he can sustain that play and not need to take breaks and not need to to be out for a long time or have a setback because of that. Um, we are getting close to a point where the Magic just need to need to bite the bullet uh, and and get him out there um, again. Whether that's this week, whether that's during the road trip, whether that's when the Magic get back from the road trip, the Magic do have a pretty favorable schedule with some home games. 
uh, and, and only road games on back-to-backs, um, which Isaac will probably not play back-to-backs for the whole season. Um, there is a favorable schedule for him to return after this road trip takes place, after this West Coast road trip takes place. At the end of the day, it's like what Isaac said. Um, Isaac said back when it was announced in early December that he would be practicing with the Lakeland Magic, and, and he still practiced a few times with the Lakeland Magic over the course of, of the season, um, that you know the goal is to push himself beyond his previous limits, beyond what he was doing before, to kind of take that next step for him. That's where this team is at still. That's what this team is trying to get him to do as well. Um, that is still a, a big part of this process that's going on with Jonathan Isaac is just continuing to push him beyond his bounds until there are no longer his boundaries, until you know he's annexed that part of, of the process, so to speak. Um, it's, it, it's, a, it's frustratingly slow. I'm not going to sit here and say that it isn't. Um, it, it definitely feels like we're, you know, we're pretty close to his return, though, and, and, and this is obviously a, a, a very, very good step. The fact that everyone's talking very highly of the way that he played, the way that he got through this practice— Certainly, they'll evaluate and look at how he's feeling Tuesday, see if he can participate again in practice and back-to-back kind of heavy practices. I, I don't think Tuesday's practice will be super heavy, but to have him get uh, back-to-back back-to-back days of practice, that is certainly a very, very good sign that he's taking those big steps. Um, for those that doubt, yes, Jonathan Isaac's going to play this year. It's it's not a matter of if, but when. Um, and it's just figuring out the right when is the question. And, and you know, Jalen Suggs, you know, it's probably going to be back sooner than later too. It's a very, very good sign that he is back on the floor. Hopefully the ankle issues are behind him because, you know, he's certainly a very valuable player to this team as well. The point is, again, that Isaac is taking steps. And as Mosley put it, now the trick, now the job is to evaluate how he feels the day after a heavy usage day, after a heavy workout day, and determine if he can go again. And if he can go again, that certainly would point to that he is getting closer and closer to that mythical return. I know, it's it's crazy, isn't it? Um, But that day is coming sooner than later. We'll have to wait and see whether that day will be Wednesday. After thinking that Friday was the day, uh, I am skeptical that it will happen. He's certainly not going to play both games this back-to-back. I don't know how much the Magic want him playing on the road. I do anticipate that Isaac will travel on this road trip, and, and like I've told a lot of people, Traveling on road trips means it's more beneficial for you to be on the road uh, with the team and, and reintegrated with the team than it is to stay home at the at the practice facility and working out at the practice facility. Wendell Carter and Gary Harris both went on that road trip before they returned, or both went on that Boston-Atlanta road trip before they returned in the game against San Antonio last week. Traveling with the team is a big, big step toward returning, and so we'll see if the plan is for him to travel with the team on this West Coast road trip. Certainly a long one. They'll have a practice on the West Coast as well. Um, so definitely definitely a potential for value for him uh, as he gets closer and closer to his return. It is a new year, so let's make some resolutions besides just getting healthy. I've got a big one for the Orlando Magic. We'll talk about it coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Prize Picks. Crazy night in the NBA. Um, you know, crazy, crazy night in the NBA with Donovan Mitchell scoring 71 points, Clay Thompson dropping 50. Definitely a, a very potent night of action in the NBA. And you, of course, want to get in on the action. A lot of us try to play these daily fantasy games. And frankly, those other daily fantasy games are impossible to win. Yes, there, there, there has to be a winner. But really, you're just playing to make your money back. That's how these daily fantasy games work. That's how 
these games are played. That's not how Prize Picks is played. With Prize Picks, it's not you against this amorphous blob of people who know what they're doing and take all the prize money. It's you against the numbers, giving you the best chance to come away a winner every time you play. Here's how the game works. You pick two to six players and pick, determine whether they're going to outperform or underperform their projected numbers. Believe that Paolo Bancaro is going to score 21 points in Wednesday's game against the Oklahoma City Thunder? You take that, you, t- you say that he'll score more than 21 points against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Believe that Tom Brady is going to throw two touchdown passes against the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday? You say that he'll throw more than two touchdown passes against the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. It's really that simple to make these kind of predictions and make these kind of plays to win big money. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, and a whole lot more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less, and you can combine sports just like I did right there. Safe and fast withdrawals are currently operational in more than 30 states, including here in Florida, as well as Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports today. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, it is a new year. 2023 has begun. This is our first episode of 2023, and luckily the calendar has given us a chance to pause and reflect a little bit on what the team's goals are for the rest of the season, as I'm sure all of you have, as I'm, I have. Uh, it's resolution time. It's time to think about what are the goals we want to accomplish this season. What are the things that we are resolved to do here in the next 365 days, or 300, I guess we're now, it's 362 days, or 363 days. I, I Counting's not, they told me there wouldn't be math. Um, but over the next 12 months, that seems like a safe number, we have to think about what we're going to do. And, you know, while the the end of the season and the NBA New Year on July 1st is, is really the time to reflect on that for the Orlando Magic, it is a good time here nearing the midpoint of the season. The midpoint is next week. Next Monday is the midpoint of the season, everybody. Um, nearing the midpoint of the Orlando Magic season. It is time to think about 
what this team, what this franchise needs to do to accomplish their goals. And really the first thing you have to do is you have to begin by defining what the team's goals are. As we said back in October, and maybe it's good to refresh this, back in October we said that that wins and losses are not necessarily how we're going to measure this team's success. We're going to measure this team's success by whether they are able to, whether they've taken steps, whether they've progressed, whether they've grown. And, and, And that's been a fairly consistent message throughout the whole season from the coaching staff, from the coaching staff, especially from management. Um, you know, players certainly believe in, in the postseason dreams, and, and, and I'm not here to, to, to deny them that because winning will be a byproduct of that growth. That is undoubtedly what this team's, team's goals remained. And looking at, you know, say what happened with the Houston Rockets, you know, over the weekend, Eric Gordon told the media, was asked by, by media members in Houston, you know, the veteran elder statesman of that team was asked, what's the difference between, you know, have you guys grown? What's been the biggest growth uh, from the beginning of the season to now? And Eric Gordon flatly said, we haven't grown. And so as bad and as frustrated as I think, you know, and, and, and that's heartbreaking to, to, hear, to say our, 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 our condolences to Jackson Gatlin and, Locked on, and our friends at Locked on Rockets. Um, I pointed that out to Magic fans, not to like thumb my nose at the Rockets as, as much as we like doing that here on Locked on Magic. Um, you know, I, I want all the rebuilding teams to do well. I want us to be the future future of the league. I joke with all my fellow rebuilding hosts that we'll see them in the Eastern Conference Finals or see them in the NBA Finals because um, I, I want that to happen for, for a number of reasons. But um, but it's it's sad to hear because it it's clearly not the goal for a rebuilding team to feel that way. And it's a reminder for Magic fans that, hey, the Magic are making that progress. The Magic are doing things and taking steps forward. We're sitting here frustrated by a three-game losing streak because we know what this team is capable of. We know what this team is able to do and are holding them to a little bit of a higher standard. If there's a resolution then for the Orlando Magic, if there's something the Orlando Magic have to accomplish this season or the rest of the season and moving on, moving forward uh, into, into next season, if there's something this team has to do, it has to start turning these, you know, gooey, mushy, ill-defined terms like rebuilding, development, growth, they have to turn these into wins. Now, that's not necessarily the goal for this season, and I don't think we should necessarily judge this season on whether the team wins or loses, but we all understand what that end goal is. We all understand what this team ultimately wants to accomplish, and that's to win a championship. Let's not hide from it. Let's not deny that that is where we want this team ultimately to be. Now, we may be several steps away, but the next big step is to win consistently, is to be a postseason, not capable team, but a postseason team. That may not happen before the end of the 2023 season, but certainly we want to see this team pointing in that direction by the time April comes along and the season ends, and put this team in a realistic shot to do that in 2024, in next season. The reason why we feel this way, the reason why we feel perhaps so bold to make these statements, to make this proclamation that this team is closer and ready to start seriously thinking about winning, maybe not serious winning, but winning, 
is because of the way that Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner played. Paolo Bancaro has flat out looked like an all-star, and while he's going through a mini-slump, which is detailed on RolandoMagicDaily.com, um, while he is sometimes looked like he's gone through a bit of a mini-slump right now, Paolo Bancaro has looked like an all-star. His bad games are still 20-point games, and the Magic haven't had a player that had a bad game scoring 20 points, frankly, since Tracy McGrady. All, you know, he, he is a really good basketball player, and some of the Magic think they can build around. You throw that in with Franz Wagner and, and the way that he's grown and gotten better at everything he was good at and improved on the things that he wasn't necessarily good at, and add in that this team does at least have the contours of an identity, of something that makes them unique and special. And you've got the formula for a team that is potentially, probably ready to take that next step, to take that big leap forward, to take that big that big step forward. And that's what this team has to do and has to accomplish here in the next 12 months. When we sit here on January 3rd, 2024, we should be talking very seriously about the postseason. We should be clearly seeing the direction this team is going in. And it's not just about the internal development. It will be about the external uh, additions that this team makes and the decisions that Jeff Weltman and his, and his, and his management group make and his basketball staff make. For now... Sitting here on January 3rd, 2023, for now, the goal is just to continue learning to win. Learning how to win. Doing it more. Making it more consistent. Continuing to raise the bar and level of expectation that we want to see from this team. That is so vital to what happens next for this team. And yes, this season is about figuring out which players work, which players don't. It is indeed about figuring out what this team might look like moving forward and how this team pushes itself forward. All these things are super important and something this team will continue to develop and continue to work on, continue to be about the rest of the season. But like I said earlier, winning is a byproduct of the growth and development that they've talked about. That growth and development might be there, but it is meaningless if the wins don't come. Why were we so excited about a six-game win streak? Because the way the team was winning and what the team was doing looked like it was what this team ultimately wants to be. And now we know they can do it. They can string together wins. They can play at this incredibly high level. So now we just want to see them do it more and more. And that's what the 2023 calendar year will be about. Winning more. Plain and simple. The easiest thing to ask, the hardest thing to do. We'll go over some other New Year's resolutions for the Orlando Magic as we get set for the rest of the 2023 season. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories? Then you gotta try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier, snack a little healthier. I can't help it. I snack a lot. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then man, you've gotta try Built Bar. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. They're perfect for your New Year's resolutions to supplement your diet, give you a quick boost of energy and protein, 
and a delicious snack. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covering 1% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond, and so many more. They rotate them in and out too. There's, there's a lot of really good flavors and plenty more that I haven't even tried yet. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars do taste like a candy bar and while maintaining amazing macros. They're healthy for you with only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club too. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. All of those are really good. I've actually had them all. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. Both of those are very, very good. You can thank me later. Try them out today. You can always also order them at Built.com as well. Built Bar. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So like I said, you know, the main goal for this team is to win, is to continue to win. And obviously, like, it doesn't take a genius to know that that's the goal. Every team has that as their resolution. But obviously, it's different for a franchise and for a group of players that, that haven't done a lot of winning, that, that are still learning how to win. Um, the process of winning is really, really important to this team, and, and that's something that this Magic team is going to continue to develop and continue to get much, 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 much better at. And, and, and obviously, I think that's going to be part of part of what we're thinking about, what we're talking about here with the Orlando Magic um, moving forward and, and, and heading into next season. Uh, obviously, you know, kind of the place to start, obviously, the resolution is to stay healthy. That's, that's There's not a whole lot you can do to control that, and obviously that's been a big factor for the Magic. Um, you know, I think a big resolution, obviously, for Paolo Bancaro, his goal, you know, and he probably admit this at the beginning of the season, his goal is to win Rookie of the Year. I, I think he is well on his way to doing that. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to say, like, what other resolutions will be, because I think we will see a fair amount of change to the roster. I think we'll begin to see some tweaking and tinkering with the roster. And so let's just focus on the rest of the season. What are the Magic's resolutions for the rest of the season? The first one I would say is for Jamal Mosley, uh, to find and settle in on a rotation. And again, this is all just an outgrowth out of winning. It's been pretty conclusively proven for this Magic team that stability, lineup stability, rotation stability are really important to their success. They thrive in that comfort. They thrive in that familiarity. And, and and I think what has sometimes happened is the Magic have tinkered a little too much or they've worked on multiple things and multiple tinkerings without 
kind of fully understanding the full impact that they will have on the rest of the roster, the rest of the team. Um, again, some of this is natural. You're bringing back Wendell Carter. You're bringing back Gary Harris. There's going to be some tinkering. There's going to be some adjustments made. Uh, but by the same token, uh, those both of those players could have been brought back a little bit more effectively, in my opinion. Um, you know, I think that 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 the way the Magic have brought those guys back has hurt them a little bit. So what I would ask from Jamal Mosley is not a tactical change, not a philosophical change, but just, a, just to promote stability. First and foremost, yes, there are experiments to run. Yes, there are things to try, and absolutely go try them. Absolutely test your team to see if they can adjust, but promote stability wherever you can. My big criticism of Jamal Mosley is not about substitution patterns. It's not about any of his tactics. I think I think there's a lot of really good stuff this Magic team are doing, um, and 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 a lot of things that they're looking at and learning every time they try something new with this group. My big criticism with Jamal Mosley has been more about keeping things simple. Yes, experiment. Yes, try some new things, but do so in a way that gives your team still a chance to succeed. That gives your team a chance to get those tangible results. Um, and so it's about simplifying things, both both schematically and with the playing groups and rotations that, that this team is playing. I think sometimes this team overthinks what it's trying to do. Um, and I think that confuses the players as much as anything else. So I would I, I would, I, I would be a big fan of simple, continuing to simplify things uh, and really put this team in a position to succeed. Um, you know, they will grow by winning. They will, the, the experiments will work better if the team believes it's winning and believes it can win with the groups they have. And Knowing when to scrap an experiment for the sake of winning a game is is still important, even if you need to go back to it uh, at a future date or try it again. I'm not saying give up on something, and I, and I do think Mosley's done a very good job of this, of running his experiments in the first half, figuring out what works and doesn't work, and then tightening rotations in the second half. Again, where, th- where things get much more simple uh, and simplifying, you just hope you're just not completely out of the game at that point. I think the other, um, uh, other kind of New Year's resolution is to have everyone embrace their roles. Um, you know, I think Cole Anthony's done a really good job embracing this bench role. He clearly believes he's a starter, and he's got starter talent. We've seen how capable he is as a, start, as a starter, but he's done a really good job off the bench and in that start, in that bench role and has taken over some of those Terrence Ross closing, uh, closing minutes uh, that he has, where he will be the guy on the floor if he's got it going to help, clo- help the Magic close the game and give them that little bit of an offensive push. Cole's skill set works really well off the bench, and I think we all suspected that it would. Um, but he's been very, very good, and, and I think he is a prime example of everyone beginning to learn and understand to accept their roles, especially with the team winning, especially with the team starting to experience a little bit of success. That is such a huge thing. That is such a big thing to help this team propel itself forward and push itself forward. Um, I think this team is very, very capable. I think this team uh, can can take some very serious steps, but it's still going to be about it's still going to be about doing it as a group. It's still going to be about doing it um, the right way and building the way that this team knows it can build. It's it's certainly a very positive thing to see how this Magic team team has played. Uh, kind of a, a final resolution is no matter what happens, keep the camaraderie, keep the flow, keep the vibes of this team. The Magic may not win a lot of games this year, but the vibes are still very good, um, and, and I think. That part of this team's culture, the way that Jamal Mosley is fostered, and I think it's on—I think it's on the players as much as it's Jamal Jamal Mosley. But the way that they fostered this "we're in it together" mentality, um, that's going to help them succeed at the end of the day. Um, you know, again, they—they're—they're they're pushing each other, they're fighting for each other, they're fighting with each other sometimes. 
but it's all done out of love. And, and, and I think the, the biggest thing is it, it's, you know, when the pressure's off, it's really easy to have this atmosphere. Keeping this atmosphere, keeping this belief system, uh, as the pressure ramps up, that's going to help this team a ton. Um, they've all talked about how they're trying to hold each other accountable a whole lot more. That is something that this team has to do better about. But but some of it is, I th- some of it is, I think sometimes they're afraid to give constructive criticism, um, and so there needs to be the freedom to do that. But the understanding that this team is together, and, and I think we could see how together this team is, and how much this team really fights and, and loves each other. And, and you just hope that this is a, an atmosphere and a culture that will last beyond this rebuilding stage and into the stages where the Magic will be competing and hopefully winning meaningful games moving forward. Those are my resolutions for the Orlando Magic uh, for the Orlando Magic this 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 year uh, for the rest of the season. Obviously, a long way to go. There's going to be ups and downs along the way. So, let's let's always keep the big picture in mind with this group and and, and track and mark the progress as they come and obviously there's a lot coming for this team. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow, follow me there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We want to thank you again for making Locked on Magic your first listen today. For your second listen, Check out the Game to Game NBA podcast. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's good to do for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic for Orlando Magic Daily. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked On. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.